Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. An arrest is made in the shooting death of a teen after D.C.'s Mochella event. I'm Mike Marillo. As classes are set to start, school leaders are tracking COVID-19. I'm Gigi Barnett. How public schools will handle COVID testing this season. Slight gains on Wall Street. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. We may get to see a partially redacted version of that affidavit that convinced a federal magistrate to sign a warrant to search former President Trump's home. Details from CBS's Deborah Alfaron. On Thursday, attorneys representing CBS News and other media organizations asked federal magistrate judge Bruce Reinhardt to make the affidavit behind the search warrant for former President Trump's home public. Reinhardt said he's inclined to unseal it with some parts blacked out. The court also ordered the Department of Justice to immediately release procedural records that provide new insight into the alleged crimes being investigated, including willful retention of national defense information, concealment or removal of government records, and obstruction of a federal investigation. Infectious disease experts at Stanford University have documented a recent monkeypox case whose circumstances were quite different than most other cases. KPIX-TV's Max Darrow reports from San Francisco. In a research letter published in the CDC's Emerging Infectious Diseases Journal, they detailed a patient, a man in his 20s, sought care at the hospital for a rash about two weeks after a trip to the United Kingdom. He was diagnosed with monkeypox, but unlike the vast majority of monkeypox patients, the man reported no sexual contact or any known contact with a person who had the virus. His primary risk factor, according to researchers, he'd attended a large crowded outdoor event at which he had close contact with others, including close dancing for a few hours. But they haven't been able to determine how the man contracted it. Time to update your iPhone, iPad, or Mac computer, says CNET's Brian Cooley. Over the last two days, we've learned about these vulnerabilities. One of them happens in the browser of your Apple device, and if you go to a website that has hacker code embedded in it, it can be downloaded and run a program that can do uh, nefarious things to your device. There's been a break in the killing of a high-profile inmate. Three men, including a mafia hitman, have been charged in the killing of notorious Boston crime boss James Whitey Bulger in a West Virginia prison. He was beaten to death in October 2018, hours after he was transferred from a prison in Florida, where he had been serving a life sentence for 11 murders and other crimes. CBS's Jim Crisula. Deshaun Watson has reached a settlement with the NFL. He's agreed to serve an 11-game unpaid suspension and pay a $5 million fine rather than risk missing his first season as quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Watson was accused of sexual assault and harassment by two dozen women while he played for the Houston Texans. The league wanted to ban him for at least a year. This is CBS News. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. WTOP at 303. 
Friday morning, August 19th, 2022. You'll see morning sunshine as we head into this Friday. Afternoon clouds building. Less humid than it has, actually more humid than it's been lately. High of 88 before we're done. You're waking up to 67 in our nation's capital right now. Good Friday morning. Welcome in. 18 Lane. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you this hour. Prince George's County homicide detectives are taking the lead now on a deadly shooting locally at a mall in Prince George's happening Thursday afternoon. Hyattsville City Police Chief Jared Towers could not say much about the suspects or motives in the shooting that claimed the life of a young man. What I can tell you is that the mall Prince George's uh, has had two homicides this year. In this case, the gunfire broke out just after 4 p.m. in the mall food court. Investigators say it was not a random attack and there is no active threat. Even so, the chief had words of reassurance about ongoing security at the mall. They've been staffed fully all year. They've stepped up security with part-time officers from Prince George's County Police Department. And a vow to bring justice to the victim's family. Rest assured, our partnerships and our networks are strong and we are actively investigating this. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 3.04. Parents and school leaders alike in our region are keeping a close eye this morning on COVID-19 rates as we wait for Omicron-specific booster shots to become available, we're told, in the next few weeks. The first school bell in Montgomery County is set to go off on August 29th, marking the start of a new school year. Well, this week, the county reports its COVID-19 transmission rate is low, and the White House says new boosters that target the Omicron variant should be available to teens in a few short weeks. In the meantime, the CDC says students in high-rate areas should continue wearing face coverings in class and on school buses. Right now, Arlington County has a medium spread rate, Fairfax and Loudoun counties, and Washington, D.C are low. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 305. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060digital, building campaigns that connect. This is WTOP News. At 3.06, get ready for a day of fun at Chuck Brown Memorial Park in Northeast D.C. The district is holding its annual Chuck Brown Day festivities this weekend on Saturday. Another like summertime in the hood. Let's have a blood party. We're really proud to continue the legacy of Chuck Brown and to celebrate go-go music. It's our local art form. D.C. Parks and Rec director Delano Hunter welcomes an all-star music lineup. Dougie Fresh is a hip-hop legend, and I just love listening to DJ Cool uh, between <laughs> the sets. The free event also features food trucks, a moon bounce, and a back-to-school giveaway. The renaming of Langdon Park to Chuck Brown Memorial Park was the brainchild of Mayor Bowser. She has supported this endeavor. Find out more on WTOP.com. I'm Jason Fraley, WTOP News. 
WTOP, it's 3.07. A friendly competition happening right now as local police and firefighters making a call to arms, if you will. It's the battle of the badges. EC Fire and EMS has challenged the Metropolitan Police Department. Fire Chief John Donnelly. To see who will donate the most blood to our community. Just remember who you're helping, right? Ashley Henyon is with the American Red Cross of the National Capital and Greater Chesapeake Region. You're helping someone who's experienced. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.